0: podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. John chapter 15 is a uh, stunning um, part of scripture. Um, but as Alistair's already said, it's our uh, or has been this week our ninth birthday um how good is God nine years um we started in a in a hall uh, up in a community center just up at Park Springs there and we hired that for three hours a week uh, which were all on a Sunday um, with a projector and a laptop both borrowed um, and a guitar I'm probably still paying for the guitar <laughs> um And we can safely say that God has worked a miracle. Without doubt, God has worked a miracle. Um, So much has happened in nine years. Firstly, we started with seven people. Um, We added to our congregation. Um, Lol and I had Hugo. (laughs) That made us eight. (laughs) No, we we were seven people. And now we have over 70 people who would consider Hope Church their spiritual home. Um, And that's incredible. Um, And our rent, I guess, back at at that time was £12 an hour. Um, If I do some quick maths, that was £36 a week. Thank you. Quick math. Um, I can honestly say it's considerably more now. Um, But we've gone from one rented hall to three rented buildings, um, which give us the space that we've got now. Um, We didn't have the £36 a week. We certainly don't have the rent now. Yet every time, whenever uh, the bill comes along, it gets paid. God has bridged the gap with you beautiful people. Um, That's what he does. Um, He makes a way where there seemingly is no way. So your faithfulness and your servant heart um, has given back to the Lord as we understand all that's his. Um, And of course, since that time, uh, all the things that we didn't have, by God's goodness, we now have. We didn't have chairs, we now have chairs. Everything that you see before you, um, we own, church owns, um, and God has provided even new equipment, as I've already said, uh, this week. Um, And there's some new things to come over the coming months, which we look forward to with excitement and anticipation. And the other thing is, as I mentioned really quickly, that uh, the orientation of church um, is going to change. I only tell you that so that when you walk in on that Sunday morning, you don't go wrong place. (laughs) Um, It will change. Um, The orientation is going to go that way. um, And we're going to see, I'm hoping, why we're going to do that over the coming months. Um, But we're preparing. We're preparing for all that God's doing, all that he's already done. Um, and look forward with anticipation and expectation that church is going to continue to grow. We are outgrowing the space that we have. Um, he's not told us to move yet um, so we'll keep uh, we'll keep stretching as it were. Um, so we've seen also over the years the important stuff so many return to Christ that weren't perhaps going to church or had had maybe a bad time in church. people that have come along. Um, and have found comfort and a little bit of hope. Um, And also we've seen so many people give their life to Christ. And that as a church, that's our goal, um, to uh, bring people under the sound of the gospel, to to build his kingdom um, as the Lord has called us to do. And we've seen so many baptisms. We had two only a a couple of weeks ago. Um, So, so much growth in so many lives. And God continues to be so very good to us. But I'm a person who can't stand still. Anybody notice this? But that's good for you, because while ever the Lord's got me here, that means that whatever you see doesn't last long, because we keep pushing. Um, He might move me on. You never know. He might get rid of me. He might boot me out the door. But when that time comes, it will be the right time. But right now, I can say honestly, that although the nine years has been fantastic, it's had its moments, don't get me wrong but I know that the best is still yet to come. The exciting part is that God has not finished yet. And growth is where I want to focus this morning. As we've heard in two different formats, John chapter 15, Anita read the poem for us, and June um, has read the, um, the, the verses from the word. And it's the vine and the branches. During the nine years, as... Happens in most churches. We've seen people come and go, um, so many over the years. Some for a short time have stayed along, and some have stayed around for whole seasons. But one thing I've learned over the nine years is you can't get worried or upset um, in in that fact about sort of people coming and going because we understand that God is working in people's lives. We, by God's grace, have seen that this morning already. Um, We'll be sad that, yes, you're moving on, but we look forward to excitement for you because God's working in your life, and the same for us as a church, that these things happen. Um, But God, as we get this and as we grasp this, we're not to get worried or upset, but we're to stick our uh, our mind, focus our mind on the fact that God is in control. He is providing, and he is doing what needs to be done. Um, And if hope continues to stand on God's word, which it certainly will, um, and share the gospel to all those around us, we don't need to worry. We don't need to worry whether we're doing anything wrong, but rather we just need to focus on what God's called us to. And if I've learned anything over the nine years, that's it. Um, That we focus on what God's got planned. Hebrews 11 verse 1, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. So often, things have come along and we've gone what on earth is happening lord you've taken your eye off the ball and and so many times we've seen that out of that growth has occurred and that's what happens faith is being sure of what we hope for certain of what we do not see god is in control so rather than worry and rather than get upset all of this is actually a product of growth jesus explains to us in Uh, John chapter 15 and verse 1, that he is the vine and God is the gardener. If you have a look at that, um, John chapter 15 and verse 1, and Alistair will pop it on the screen, says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. So back in the Old Testament, in the history of of what God's laid out for us, so often Israel was called the vine. Um, But here, Jesus says, he says, I am the true vine. And if you're a highlighter or an underliner, that that wording is important. Um, If you're a theologian and you want to dig a little bit deeper, then they're they're important verses for you. Um, That I am the true vine. And God then As he tends to the vine, as he is the gardener, as a good gardener would do, he tends to the vine, he looks after the vine, and he removes then any branches that bear no fruit. Verse 2 says, He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. Notice how uh, in verse 2 it says, Jesus says, In me. The vine is perfect. That we can be sure of. God is the gardener. Jesus is the vine. The vine is absolutely perfect. But I can confirm to you this morning, the branches are not. Who are the branches? Us. So we are the the branches. And as we are in Jesus, as we are in Christ, there are things in our lives that we know aren't always perfect. And and often they need uh, cutting away and things need to be removed. Verse 5 just makes it a little bit clearer for us. It's not just what I say, it's what the Word says. Verse 5, I am the vine, you are the branches. You see how Jesus is very clear. He makes it clear to each of us our position before a holy God. So as all of us are in the vine, as Christians in Christ, it's necessary for us, and, and this is the uncomfortable bit, but it's necessary for us, for God to help us to grow. For God to help us to grow and to be fruitful. No fruit? Well, then it's really clear. Then comes removal. Fruitful? That should be all right, shouldn't it? If we're fruitful, all's good. Hmm. Let's just read on from verse 2. He says... He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes. Ouch. You thought you'd escaped a a chopping this morning, didn't you? But but we see then that God cares about us enough, he loves us enough, that he wants to get rid of those bits in our life that are holding us back. Individually, this is happening to us. Um, And then, of course, as it happens individually on our own spiritual journey, on our own growth, on our own walk with the Lord, then collectively as a church, together, Ecclesia, caught together as the church, God is actioning his plan. And he's doing what needs to be done in each of our lives. You see, why shouldn't we worry We should rather have faith, shouldn't we, that God is in control of each person, that God's in control of our walk and our life. And I don't need to, um, although it is, um, you don't need to worry about the person sat next to you and their journey and their walk. The focus is you, your walk and your journey. Um, And if the Lord tells me that that's not going right, I'll come and see you because that's my job (laughs) and the Lord uh, will do what needs to be done but rather that we as a church should dig into the fact and should find comfort in the fact that God is pruning, that God is taking away bits of us that need to go in the anticipation that new growth will come. And that new growth, well, that's going to be the fruitful stuff, God willing. And that really is all of what God's been doing over the past nine years to get us to this point. You see, it's a process. Verse 1 through 5, um, as, as uh, Jesus um, says this, you get the fruit, you get more fruitful, and you get much fruit. Just have a listen. He says, uh, verse 2, He who cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit. And then it goes further down and says more fruitful. And then at the end there in verse 5, it says much fruit. So there's a process to it. And if we want to be producing much fruit, which we do, don't we? Okay. (laughs) If we want to be producing much fruit, which we do, don't we? We absolutely want to be producing much fruit. Then if that's the case, then we've got to be ready for a pruning. Hope Church is for sure growing. um, And we believe that we're going to be a church of the 1% sounds terrible, doesn't it? What's 1% of 20,000? 200. 200. 1% doesn't sound like a lot, does it? But 200 people, what does that sound like? We've not got enough space, have we? <laughs> Praise God, something's going to happen. Now, the question is, it's taken nine years to get to the point that where we're at. And it's a process, we understand that, and it's not been easy. So I'll ask you the question, is it going to be easy for us to get to 200 people? Absolutely not. Will there be much pruning? Absolutely yes. There will be lots and lots and lots of pruning to happen. Will we all still be here when we are a church of the 1%? Quite possibly not. In fact, I'll be as brave to say this morning, the answer's no. But the truth is, is God in control? Yes, he is. Now, why am I saying these things? Well, because you see, we want to grow as a church. We are not standing still. I believe if we stand still, we're not standing still, we're going backwards. So I refuse to do that as a church. We're excited by the fact that God has done so much. And you might look around this morning and see some empty seats. You might be trying to conjure up in your mind who are those 70-odd people who, Matthew says, consider themselves Hope Church. I'm happy to give you the whole list. Because there are 74 people, if we're very specific, who would call themselves members, if you like, of Hope Church. Although we don't have a membership, we are a family. Um, But... That is just the beginning. Nine years to this point, and with excitement and anticipation, and this is the other thing, if seven people, I guess, at the beginning, as God says, this is is what I want you to do, and now we're at 70, if 70 people do the same thing, well, in nine years, it's going to be very big, yeah? You see, because it's not just my job, it's our job. It's our job to love one another, as we see at the end, Of John chapter 15. It's our job to share the gospel. It's our job to love those people around us. It's our job to step up and to serve God in those gaps that we see, in order that we can grow our own spiritual walk, and two, that we might be able to bring people under the sound of the gospel. So with that said, what have we got to do to grow and to bear much fruit? And verse 5, as we read that, I'm in the vine, you are in the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, um, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, he can do nothing. So the key is, obviously, is to remain in Christ. That's simple. But what does that mean for us? How do we do, how do we grow? And I guess we have to just think, what does that mean to be in Christ? Well, we develop, we get into a point of creating an atmosphere. We provide an atmosphere for growth. If you stick a plant, a seed, in a cold, dark pantry and leave it there for a year, what's going to happen? Not a lot. But if you take that seed and you put it in the sunshine, in some nice compost soil, and you water it, and you put it in the right atmosphere, what's going to happen to that seed? It's going to turn into something beautiful. And that's exactly the same with us. We have to put ourselves into an atmosphere, into a place of uh, an opportunity for growth. That means reading the word. That means worshipping. That means prayer. That means serving God, even when it's uncomfortable. And all of these things promote Christian growth. Enders not going to help. Gossip, it ain't going to help. Bad language, not going to help. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but we want to create and to put ourselves into an atmosphere that allows us to grow, don't we? Verse seven and eight, I feel like you're 9% with me. Um, I say nine because it's a number (laughs) that's been mentioned a few times. Verse seven um, and eight say this, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be given to you. This is to my father's glory that you bear much fruit Showing yourselves to be my disciples. And we've heard about the word disciples before, being an adherent to the word of God, doing what the word of God says. James says um, in chapter one, be doers of the word. Don't just listen to it, do it. Step into it, hear it, process it, do it. And that's what we're challenged with. Hope Church is not a place where you can come and sit and think I'm gonna be comfortable here. We'll make you comfortable for a short time. And then we'll expect that the Lord will tell you that it's time to start stepping in and doing something. Because I guess there's 15 people that do all the stuff. Well, that could be 70 people, couldn't it? Am I challenging people? I told you we'd we'd lose some people first. <laughs> but sometimes, sometimes to bring God glory, and sometimes to bring God glory in our lives, sometimes that means that things have to change. Sometimes that means things have to. To change. Some pruning must happen. And this is where it comes onto you. You see, because think now in your life, in your walk, forget about the roast for a minute, it's already burnt. Think now about you and say this God, what am I comfortable with that I shouldn't be? What's okay in my life? That shouldn't be? What have I found that I've clung on to so tightly that has become so precious to me that even though it shouldn't be acceptable, it is. What's demanding all of my time and my thoughts? Father, what am I too comfortable? And I want you to pray that God will help you and help me and that the Holy Spirit would convict and guide us to be looking for that growth. Psalm 139, 119, search me and know me. Somebody's going to correct me in a minute, surely. One of those two. Psalm 119, is that right? Search me, O God, and know me. See if there's any way in me that needs to be removed. Lord, make it happen. <laughs> so, with that said, we want to be a church. We want to be individuals that bear much fruit. Why? For our own benefit? No, but to bring glory to God, yeah? And if the answer, I guess, is yes, then let's allow room for that. Let's be ready for a pruning. All. That's tough. Let's be bold and have faith that God has got this. Yeah? Can I get an amen? Now, I want to just share this two seconds with you. That's a minute and a half, really. That's all. We were given Isaiah 54 uh, and verse 1 through 3 about six years ago Um, in a very incredible way. And I say that because... It was, um, and I can share that with you on an individual basis um, if you ever want to know. But really all you need to know is this. The verse that was given to us was this. Clear lots of ground for your tents. Make your tents large. Spread out. Think big. Use plenty of rope. Drive the tent pegs deep. You're going to need lots of elbow room for your growing family. Six years ago this was given to us. And on Friday evening, whilst I was deliriously tired, (laughs) the Lord gave me this bit. And I've read it. He's never given it to me before. This is yours. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Because when you talk about 200 people, you panic, don't you? Because you look around and you think, nine years, this is where we're at. Listen, i tell you what God's doing. He's going to do what needs to be done. And we're not going to get in the way of that. Rather, he's going to use us if we make ourselves available. And God is going to do the impossible in a place where we were told God isn't here. And I can assure you he is. I can assure you he is. So what are we going to take from this this morning? We're not going to be afraid. We're going to be bold. And we're going to be absolutely certain that God has got this. Don't be afraid. You're not going to be embarrassed. Don't hold back. You're not going to come up short. Father, this morning, you have made a way where there was no way. Nine years have passed. And it's with excitement and anticipation that we look forward to the coming months. But Father, the coming years, should you will it. And we just pray, Lord God, that as we've looked into your word and as we've seen. That Father, much pruning has to occur for growth to happen. And Lord, we're absolutely certain that that pruning probably won't be comfortable. But Lord, we are also absolutely certain that you are in control. And we just pray, Lord God, that you would help us to have that mind of faith, that heart of faith that says you've got this, that we're sure of what we hope hope for and we're certain of what we do not see. So, Father, I pray that you would just strengthen us and encourage us and bless us as your church. And, Father, as you bless us individually and collectively as your church, that, Lord, we would be a blessing to those around about us and that, Father, we would ultimately bring glory to you. So, Lord, as we close in worship together now, as we share together, as we enjoy uh, fellowship together as a family, just bless us, we pray. We ask this in Jesus' precious name. Amen. This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk